Welcome to Vibe Talk Music. I'm your host, Vibe Queen. In this season, we will get to know artists and entrepreneurs living their life authentically and passionately. We'll talk about current affairs, meditation, entertainment, and any wisdom they have learned along their spiritual journey. Join me as we vibe and talk music. This episode is brought to you by Artist Collective, guiding artists and entrepreneurs through the music industry. Learn more and join today at artistcollect.com and get back to the music. I'm excited to um, debut season four of Vibe Talk Music. We have a dear friend of mine on the show. He goes by the name of Phonetic. He's been in this industry for 11 years and he just made his debut as an author as well, a coping mechanism, which is available on all streaming platforms. And I'm so excited to to get to know him on a more personal and vulnerable level. Uh, So everybody, welcome Phonetic. Welcome to Vibe Talk Music. Thank you, thank you. I'm very grateful to be on here. Um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, very just thankful all together. So uh, first and foremost, so thank you. Absolutely, and I know we've had the pleasure to collaborate before, and you've been so welcoming uh, since I've moved to Chicago. I've been here about a year and about three months now, so I'm super excited to finally have you on the show. And you're kicking off season four. Um, so yeah, talk to us a little bit about your start in the music industry and just where you're from and just a little bit of background and what got you started. Uh, yeah, so I'm very passionate about music. Obviously I've been doing music. I want to say seriously. Um, yeah, like you said, a little bit over 11 years. Uh, now, uh, I grew up in the Chicago area in the suburbs, South suburbs. Um, I, my uh, brother is somebody that got me into hip hop. He's a producer. Uh, so I started off writing just what I would go through in my life. I started writing about, uh, you know, poetry. I started writing, uh, you know, just if I had a bad day, I would write it down and just get it out through music. So uh, I started to do that. And then people started encouraging me to keep writing. And that's what I did. So, um, I started doing that and I just got better and uh, I just got the encouragement. Yeah, I I just started recording and just got better throughout the year, started, uh, you know, performing. And that's where I pretty much found, uh, you know, my calling, just, just, you know, writing and yeah, now I'm here. So I love that. That's awesome. Um, When was it that you realized this is what you wanted to do full time? You knew like, okay, this is my calling. I need to be an artist. I need to share my struggles with the world. This is my voice and I want to share this on a professional level. Was there a specific moment that you knew you had to do this or was it kind of a, like a slow process? Yeah. Um, as far as it being my calling, I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, for the longest, I think that at a time where I just love hip hop. So I, I didn't even look at it like that. But it's just over the years you start to realize how how much has changed, you know, your life. Um, so I, I think it took some time because it is something that I, I just loved. And then you, you kind of get into that phase where you you really want to be recognized for, for what you have. And uh, when it becomes second nature and when you can't leave it alone, I think that's something that you can't force. So to have a calling is to have something that you don't necessarily have to go after. It's something that kind of finds you and uh, it's just natural. So that I couldn't stop doing it. It was something that I couldn't even, you know, try to stop. I would just wake up in the middle of the night, have these ideas. So ever since then, I knew that, man, maybe I should be, you know, doing this. I don't know how far it will take me, but uh let me see what I can do. And I think that's when I started to realize it probably, yeah, probably when, you know, around uh, like a teenager, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit later, I started to realize like, yeah, even when I got frustrated and would, and would take a break, I would always come back. And I think what's meant for you, you always come back to. And what's in your heart, you can't really fake. So I, I think that that's when you really know it's, it's just like, you just know, it's just a feeling that you can't necessarily explain. So I think that's what it's all about. So, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. And I think as as artists, we're very fortunate that 
once we we realize we have that, um, it doesn't go away. And I yeah. remember thinking as a kid, you know, I want to be a singer. It's like at least I have that. I think there's a lot of people, especially in their twenties, you know, they they may be a little lost and they don't really know what they want to do. I feel like if yeah. you're an artist, at least you have that to hold on to. Now, how to monetize mm -hmm. that and make a living? That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But at yeah, least we, we have that, that passion to hold on to. So I agree with you. Um, yeah. Even for myself, whenever I've strayed away, it, it's always I've always come come back to the music. So yeah. I, I yeah. agree with you for sure. So something yeah. you've mentioned is that music is a form of self-care for you. Now, I know I asked you that question. What do you do for self-care? And you mentioned make music. But did you yeah. always equate the two? Or was that kind of like a realization? Like, what do I do for self-care? Oh, I make music. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, is I think music is is a is a very essential thing. Uh, so, even if it's just listening, even if I'm not uh, writing, uh, just 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 listening, it, it's just it's just definitely a form of self-care. Other than that, I would probably say uh, any any form of of art. Uh, I would say I, I gravitate towards too, uh, you know, just just to put put myself in in a different world for you know for a second, um, or maybe just imagine what uh, world I could be in. Uh, so also like uh, you know, um, just relaxing, just just you know sitting back, relaxing um, and doing nothing because uh, oftentimes uh, you know I would feel a little bit guilty. If I wasn't doing anything and, and I had to let go of that that feeling that I had to always be doing something, uh, you know, I always had to be, you know, chasing something and not taking enough time just to sit back, reflect and think and just be grateful for, you know, for what I have now instead of always longing for something, you, you know, and I, I just have to appreciate the journey and where I'm at right now. So, yeah, that's that's what I like to do to remind myself, uh, you know, that. That I'm where I'm supposed to be instead of always thinking that I'm missing something, you know. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's one thing I had to do. And then just even writing the book, I got into other things like journaling. Um, you know, just just how I feel or, or what I did that day. Uh, also taking walks. I think walks are very important, especially when the weather is nice. You should definitely you know not waste that day and go out, you know. Uh, so that's something that I was doing that I wasn't really. You know, doing enough of, so I started walking, taking more walks. So yeah, there's there's some other things too, but but yeah, I, I think those are the main things that have helped me this summer. Cause you know, putting in the music, writing, and then uh, you know, staying active. So and staying uh, you know, positive as well. So yeah, I yeah. love that. And um, I know you mentioned uh, a couple of books that were impactful for you, and one of the books that I've I've read and I've come back to. A couple of times is the Alchemist. I, I really love that book. Can can you share with me uh, some of the takeaways that really resonated with you from that book? Yeah, I, I read that book a while ago. Um, you know, it was at a time where I was working a job that I really hated, um, and not to say that I wasn't thankful for the job. Yeah, you know, it, it gave me money. I chose to be there. You you know, and, and that was something that I did. The funny thing was, uh, you you know, I was I was on the commute. And uh, instead of just you know doing nothing, I, I would read. So it was it was just one of the books that I was reading at the time, and uh, it just it it just was a reminder. I think that you know that even on the journey, or even on the on a journey where we oftentimes we may fail, we may get discouraged. As long as we're living in our purpose, nothing else really matters because as as you can only feel bad if you didn't try. And I, and I think that inside your heart knows what you really want. And, and what is what is it that they say that most of us live life in quiet desperation? You know, mm -hmm. we don't really live the life that, you know, we wanted to live. We, we live the life that we feel like we're supposed to live, you know, and, and that's, you know, go to school, get a job, um, retire, and then, you know, that's it. You, you, you see what I'm saying? And then we, all the other stuff we kind of put to the side. And, and I think that over time we, we get comfortable, uh, even if we're in a good position, uh, we get comfortable. We never truly live what we wanted to what we want to do. So a lot of us are afraid. And I think that the alchemist 
kind of teaches that, you you know, and I think that's the main thing is that uh, you, you, you just had to go out and try. You see what I'm saying? And, and I, that's why I can never knock anybody for chasing their dreams. And as uh, corny as it, or it sounds that you, you had to believe in something. And I think that it, it's what really makes life worth living because look what it can work, where it could take you. I mean, look where music is taking me. We probably wouldn't be sitting here talking right now. We, we, we would have nothing. We would have never even met, you know, you know, so it, there's power in, you know, going after your, your passion. And I think that that's what kind of, Essentially, you know, there's a lot more stuff in there, but that's what I took from that. And the way that they were, you know, breaking it down, you know, made sense that, you know, if it, if it's really in your destiny, then that you shouldn't you shouldn't hide from it. And, and that's why I like that book a lot. You know, so I agree with you. I agree. And something I, I've been thinking about is I feel like there is a lot of um, shame put around chasing your dreams sometimes. Yeah. And you have to kind of take a look at who is putting that shame on you, right? So, for example, if you're in your mid-30s or 40s or 50s and you're, you know, trying to be an entrepreneur, you're trying a new business venture and your yeah. family is kind of laughing at you or like, oh, that's never going to work. Or if it's, yeah. you know, you know, maybe it's multi-level marketing, whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is, regardless mm -hmm. if it's going to work or not. I feel like you should be supportive. You know, at least they're trying, at least they're taking a chance on themselves because so often yeah. we support celebrities, right? If, you know, Rihanna, Beyonce, Jay-Z, whoever has a new product line, right? We, we're we the first to support them. We're the first yeah. to go buy their makeup line. We're the first to go buy their new, you know, um, clothing line. But if we have mm -hmm. a best friend or if we have a family member who is starting something new, we're yeah. so quick to ridicule them or say, oh, that's so expensive. Or, oh, you're starting that? Oh, that's never going to work. How are you going to do yeah. that? Right? Yeah. But yet we support celebrities that we don't know that are already millionaires. It's so yeah. interesting how we have this weird, skewed mindset. Mm. So I think it's interesting how, you know, that if we can just kind of take away, if we can look at who is the one that's kind of putting that shame, we can probably just realize that if we could just not internalize that and just kind of not listen to the naysayers and oftentimes those that are judging and those that are saying, Oh, you can't do that. You can't be successful. Often it's because they believe they can't do it. It's because yeah. they believe they don't have the courage or the guts to go after their dreams. Yeah. And so something I'm starting to realize as well, whenever I have self doubt or whenever I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm getting too old to do this music thing or geez, I should, I should, should get a real job. Right. Why am I still trying to do this? I'm like, you know yeah. what? I enjoy talking to you, hosting this podcast. Yeah, I'm you're enjoying doing it right. You're doing, it, doing right it right now. now. Exactly. Yeah. So I think yeah. we get so caught up in the destination and the goal and the mm -hmm. Oscar, the Grammy, what whatever the goal is, it is. It's like, Hey, yeah. you're, you're in the career right now. You're in the journey yeah. right now. Are you enjoying it right now? Like mm -hmm. you're an author right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to talk <laughs> about that. Like phonetic yeah. is an author. We're talking about books. You wrote a whole book. Like that's amazing. <laughs> You don't Thank need you. to wait to do that. So yeah, yeah, I think if exactly. we can if we can take away that stigma and that shame and just kind of not listen to those doubters and haters and those naysayers and yeah. just know you're doing your best and you're living in your truth, you're good. Exactly. So, hey, you um, just you just broke it down perfectly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a, little, a little vibe queen rant right there. Yeah, yeah nah, that was that was that was all true. I agree. Sometimes we just need that reminder because it's it can get it yeah. can get tough and it can get lonely for sure, especially when you know yeah. once you start getting older, you're like, oh, I haven't quite you know made it yet. But it's like when yeah. you really think about it, it's like what does making it even really mean, right? And so I'm excited. I know you and I talked before the the, the live stream. You're gonna watch Out of Shadows and we're gonna chat about that yeah. on IG Live Absolutely. because Absolutely. I know my definition of making it change dramatically once I saw that documentary. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even know if I necessarily want that anymore. So that's going to be a exactly. whole other combo. But exactly. let's talk about the fact that you are now an author as well. So okay. what inspired you to write a book? Um, it's called Coping Mechanism, right? Yeah. What inspired yep. you to write this book and put words to go along with the EP? It's titled the same thing, right? Coping Mechanism? Yeah, what yeah, inspired yeah. That? Yeah, so um, the book, the full title is uh, Coping Mechanism, Words to Get You Through Loss and Grief. Uh, the the book just started off, you know, of course, 
I never thought I would write a book about this. Uh, I, I thought about writing a book before, but never anytime soon. Um, but this was, uh, it all started with my, you know, sadly my brother passed away on a more somber note um, in April. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, I was very close with him, of course. And, you, you know, it was tough uh, not being able to see him. Um, my my mother uh, passed, you know, in 2011. So I was very, you know, much younger. Um, and I, I was able to actually get through that uh, in a lot of different ways. Uh, this time it was, it was a little bit different just because, you know, I didn't see this one coming. And, and, you know, of course, sometimes we don't see things coming in life uh, in general. Uh, so I was just, you know, I, I just kind of was just in a dark place after that, you know. Um, and, and, I, and I was just very tr just trying to search for a way. It's like, how do I have to do this now? And then, you know, a lot of people are expecting you to make music, uh, and, you know, you know, being, a, you know, a creative. They're like, oh, you know, just make music. <laughs> and, I, and I really don't even know how I was able to eventually do it. But I was like, you know what? Uh, I have to to do something because when you just sit down and, and you don't really do anything, it becomes easy just to, you know, to look at things in a negative way. It becomes easy to, you know, tell yourself that you know nothing is really worth anything, and that uh, where is the hope for anything? Or, you you know, uh, where how can you really continue on? Or what else yeah. bad is going to happen to somebody that I you know that I love and know? And sometimes you just had to let go of that because uh, whether it would have been like years from now when he left or now, he, it was going to happen eventually and it will happen to all of us. Uh, so I think that j just me having to go through that, I wish that I had somebody, not to say I didn't have support, but I wish I had something maybe to refer to to kind of help me walk through that uh, that grieving process. You know, so a lot of things happened this summer when I was just like, you know, man. This is tough. This is a challenge. You know, you 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 have all these things going on. You 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 know, you got people dying. Uh, so so it's like I kind of felt hopeless. You you know, I kind of felt um, you 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 know, like I couldn't really do anything, and I felt guilt because I felt like, man, maybe you know, I could have done more. You you know, and uh, and it's a lot to carry. So writing that book, I just I just decided eventually I had to do something. So I was just journaling and. I was like, every day I was doing something different. And I was like, you know what? That really helped me. Uh, so let me write down everything that I'm doing. And then I said, like, let me just write down as much as I can. Let me go into detail. And let me actually make this into like a book, uh, like some type of uh, guide or, or anything that may help people. And even if so, it can just be a, something to spark an idea in you. Like, man, maybe I should do something uh, different this time because a lot of us cope in unhealthy ways. Uh, you you know, music was always a way that I cope with. A lot of the times I would just, you know, ignore the problem. And it brought up a lot of other things uh, before that I, that I used to do it and I had to learn how to deal with it in a better way. A lot of the negative thinking that I was having, you know, uh, throughout my life. And I actually tried therapy for the first time too. Um, wow. Exactly. Like I was like, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, I probably would have never done it. You, you, and I was probably, you, you know, just hiding from the fact of, oh well, you know, I'll be good. Uh, it'll pass over. But I knew, I knew that someday, I, you know, I just wanted to do it. So I just decided to write everything I did, and I, yeah, I made it into an ebook. And at the same time, I was working on a on an EP. So I said, you know what? This let me just release it at the same time. Uh, you know, because the book is more about uh, the grief and the the EP is actually more about relationships. So uh, but I think that it all can go hand in hand, you know, something to help you get through. So, yeah, I, I wanted to do that for people that may, you know, that may want it, you know. So that was that was where it all started from. And that's that's what I did. And I'm actually happy that I was able to to just say, you know what, let me just stop waiting and just do something. you know. So that's what I did. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Very cool. Can you thank you, thank can you, you. share with us um, what it was like going to therapy? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that maybe have considered it or kind of like, oh, I don't know. 
you know, I'm not sure if I want to do that. I know that there could be some stigma around that as well. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's definitely more well-received in this day and age, but can you share with us yeah. what that was like and if it's been helpful for you? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and it would just came to the point. I was like, you know what? I, I, I just need to do it. And so I think that you have to keep an open mind as well. Um, but there's a lot of resources out there, you know, if you, if you want it. And, and you, so that that's what I did, and I found somebody. And at first, I was, wasn't really talking much, and, and I really didn't. I just felt like I was just there, just because I, you you know, just to because I thought, oh yeah, I'll, you know, maybe this will help. So I wasn't really talking much. And, okay. Um, did they talk a lot? Like, did they make you feel they comfortable? Did. They talked. Yeah, she was she was a a, a good one, and okay. uh, she she talked, and, and I was just kind of just like you know listening. And uh, just telling her different things that was going on. And, you know, of course, oh, yeah, I'm sorry that, you know, that's going on. And uh, but I wasn't in the space where I wanted to harm myself or anything. But uh, I just felt like, uh, let me see what this can do. So, yeah, first it took me a while to kind of get comfortable. And the, the more that I did it, if you said it on a weekly basis, of course, you'll get better. But I would suggest doing other things as well. So keeping an open mind. I was also trying things when you're not talking to your therapist because your therapist won't be there sometimes, you know, 20, 24 seven, they won't be able to like, you know, just be there when you need somebody to talk to, you you know, you, you sometimes you just have to talk to a friend on top of talking to a therapist, you know, get second opinions as well. But then also, like I said, keep an open mind. So uh, the more that I talked to her, uh, I noticed that, uh, you know, that she was very, um, you know, very open, uh, very comfortable uh, with everything. She had like a friendly type of demeanor. So yeah, like uh, we we definitely uh, vibed on that on that uh, level. So it was it was great, and you know I would definitely continue to do it. Uh, and I and I got better throughout the weeks. Of course, I started feeling a little bit better, and everything started to work out. So um, so yeah, like I'm I'm thankful for it. And I would do it again. I got better throughout the throughout the weeks. Uh, you, you know, you get more comfortable. Um, you know, just just talking to somebody that that you know that understands you know the situation. Of course, that is like unbiased. So yeah, it, it was something I would recommend. I, you know, honestly, even whenever you feel like everything is all good, uh, you you know, definitely definitely go. And I was able to actually deal better with the you know, all, all the negative thinking and just looking at things in a different way. Um, you know, now I think that's helped me out the most in my life is just not necessarily ignoring the issue, but acknowledging the issue, but it's like, okay, the issue is there. All right, now how can we deal with it? Because we have two choices. Like we're gonna deal with it and, and like, you know, be miserable or we're going to actually try to uh, fight back, you know, fight back against our negative selves because ultimately it's us that's causing our ultimate pain. You you know, because if somebody says something, you know, or or you know has discouraging, yeah, we can point to them. But if we internalize that, we can only allow what we want to allow in. But you have to actually try, and it takes some effort. I know it's not easy, but we have to try and say, you know what, I'm powerful. I love myself. You know, I'm gonna try to actually be there for myself, you, you know, in my mind and, and fight back against that negative thinking because oftentimes we make it even worse. You know, we, we may be like, you see, yeah, I, I knew I was, this wasn't going to work out or I knew that uh, I wasn't good enough for this. And, you know, it becomes easy to deal with things in that way. You know, we have a failure yet, you see? And, and I think that just removing yourself outside of that, it does sound like ridiculous just to say that about yourself or to down yourself, but it, it happens. You know we're we're human. We 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 get disappointed. We get angry. You you know. So what can we do to cope in in these times of trouble? And and that's something that I, I definitely preach about because like listen, you know, uh, nobody's perfect over here. I, I know I could be rich, but I'm still gonna have these these like you know these problems. You you know, and I'm still gonna have these uh these feelings sometimes. So what what can I do to help me in those times? And I think that. Therapy is something that's great because it'll open up new doors to things that you probably never thought that you can uncover before.
more than even just the situation, just just my whole life, you know. And uh, and uh, you can, I, I guess you can really tell. I don't know, but um, I'm much more uh, at peace in my mind, so I, I feel way better. So, and that's what it did for me. That's, that's what amazing. it did for me. You know? Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, two things I've learned. I've never gone to therapy, but I had a life coach for about a year. Um, and two things that I realized, number one was that nobody can actually hurt your feelings. And that was a really big lesson for me. I'm like, what do you mean? Nobody can hurt my feelings. Right. (laughs) Like I I was just like, uh, uh, you know, what are you talking about? And it all boils back to probably one of my, it's in my top three and it's the book called the four agreements. And if you haven't read it, highly recommend reading it. It's a fantastic book. And one of the four agreements is don't take anything personally, mm-hmm. which ties into nobody can really hurt your feelings. And right. so it's just like what you said. If you take it personally, then that's how it can hurt your feelings. But everything is really just a projection. So if somebody gives you a compliment, don't take it personally. Yeah. If somebody insults you, don't take it personally. Right. Nothing is personal. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's a, a hard thing. Of them. Exactly. It's a hard thing to wrap your head around. But even if somebody compliments you, you know, exactly. even that you don't want you, you don't even <laughs> want to take that personally. Nothing. So yeah. so once I once I really internalize that concept and realize nobody can actually hurt my feelings. And like that little sting of like feeling triggered. Now I'm in a place where if I feel that sting of being triggered which would be labeled as, oh, you just hurt my feelings, right? I can now be self-aware and I'm now self-aware enough where I can literally in the moment recognize it. I'm like, oh, wow, that hurt hurt my feelings. But where is that coming from? It's just a trigger. It's just a reminder that allows me to recognize, okay, what part of me am I not, is not healed? And where is this coming from? Why am I allowing that person to trigger me? Why is it hurting my feelings? But really that person, that situation didn't hurt my feelings it's i'm allowing them to to trigger me exactly that, that's all it is so exactly. once you can recognize that it's it's so powerful because hmm. now you're living in a state of awareness and consciousness and you can do something about it and you don't right. have to then turn your happy mood into a negative mood because now your feelings are hurt right. and now you went from having a good day to a bad day which can then turn into a bad week a bad month a bad right. personality a bad life mm-hmm. depression yeah. And that's exactly. where I used to be. So the, the the more aware and conscious you are, the quicker you can go from, oh, wait, my feelings are hurt. Oh, no, no, no. Let's nip this in the bud right now. Yeah. Because nothing outside of me is going to affect my happiness. I work too hard to find that inner peace. Ain't nothing going to tap into that, no matter what's right. happening outside of me. Because at the end of the day, something I recognize and realized, and I'm sure you can agree with me, is that you can't control anything outside of you. You can't. You know, and I used to try to, and I used to try to convince other people and I used to try to inspire other people and maybe it'll work for a little while, but eventually people are only motivated by their own actions. Yeah. And so you can only control yourself. And so once I really recognized that, I was like, I can't convince anybody of nothing. I can only work and focus on me. That's it. I can only control and focus on myself. And honestly, that's a relief. It's a lot less work trying to change the world. You know, the best way to change the world is to change yourself. Yeah, exactly. By example. And those that want to follow along, they will. And those that won't, that's okay. You're just making space for other people to to follow along that belong. And that's why I'm a big believer of just attracting and not chasing. And I used to chase all the time, chasing, chasing, chasing. Now I just attract. So I agree with you. So I'm so glad that therapy has worked for you. So I think that's. That's an awesome thing for sure. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, now, you make a good point uh, about just, you know, attracting uh, versus chasing. Because it feels better when you do that. Because you, because what's not for you, you, you know, it's not supposed to be. So sometimes when things don't work out for me, I'm like, well, it probably wasn't supposed to work out. If I try and I try and it doesn't work out, that's all I can do. You know, but but to force it. That that that's trying to that's trying to make it that's trying to shift it into something that that's not supposed to be there. So you would only want what's supposed to you know be for you, and oftentimes it, it works out. You you know, uh, and I think that's what it is. You know, the fact that you know we're here, we're able to collaborate. It's supposed to work out that way. It's it's not it's nothing that was forced. That hey, you know, 
you, the the energy is there. So I, I think that's something that you want to just go along with, you know, instead of trying to go against. Because like you say, you can only control yourself. You know Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so another book you had on there was The Power of Now, which I, I think that book is, it's a lot to take in. Uh, how how yeah. recent have you read that book? The Power of Now, man, I probably read that book a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah so I, I'll, I'll probably have to read the cliff notes or whatever, but I know, I know that, uh, you know, when I, oftentimes when I, when I look back on, uh, you know, my life and, and what I've done, um, I, I don't give myself enough credit because I came from like a, a place of just, you know, of like, I was afraid to be who I was. You, you know, I, I was afraid to, you, you know, I was always kind of constantly worrying about uh, something like worrying about things that wouldn't even happen. I, I would just be over there like, oh, what if I fail? You, you know, what if I what if I fail this class or, you you know, what, what will these people think? What if I put out this uh, this project and people don't like it? But I wasn't I wasn't taking time to like actually focus on uh, the actual moment within itself. Like I wasn't. I, I wasn't using my, uh, you, you, you know, my passion in, in the right way. I was just thinking too much about, well, I want this, these numbers to be up. Like I want, I want, you know, these amount of uh, people to listen to my music, right. and, you know, and I was, I was focused on the wrong things. You see what I'm saying? And, and then once, once I got back to my center and, and once I got back to my passion and, and I realized like, no, um, the result is not, it's cool to have, you know, a lot of people interested, but I, I want to focus on being living in my truth, you, you know, and I, I don't want to wait for that. You see what I'm saying? So so my main thing is to just always be honest with everything that I'm doing and, and always just focus on why I'm doing it, you, you know, and why I love to do music instead of worrying about uh, things. Because oftentimes that uh, what we think or what we worry about oftentimes doesn't happen. Uh, or if we focus too much on that, uh, and you know, we we are almost like actually speaking into existence, you, exactly. you know, because we kind of wallow in that misery, uh, you, you know, too much. And and oftentimes too, if we're if we're focused on uh, something that hasn't happened yet, we take away from the moment, because really all that it is, all life is, is just a series of moments. You know, it's just things happening. So uh, everything else is just a, is just a memory. So, so I didn't take enough time to actually appreciate my journey. I was always like, oh, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. You, you know, and, and I think that's the main thing is that there's so many things uh, that I can be thankful for. And that's why I take that time every day to just say that. You, you see what I'm saying? And, and if I'm just constantly longing for something and always worried about the past, I can never truly appreciate, you know, what's happening now. And right now, this is the only thing that really matters right now. You see? Yeah. So, I yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. So something that I've been asking every single guest, um, and I think this is important because there's so many different ways to do it, um, is meditation. And I would love for you yeah. to share if you meditate, how often, and there's no right or wrong reason. So I don't want you to feel bad if it's not something you do often. It's totally yeah. cool. Um, but if you could share how meditation was introduced into your life and how you practice meditation, um, maybe for those that are listening, it will resonate with them because it's something yeah. that really helped me in my in my life. Um, haven't been as avid with it lately, I'll be honest, because I've been working a political campaign. So I've been working like six days a week, um, which is no excuse at all. So I need to get back on yeah. it. But I would love to hear your journey with meditation, how it was introduced to you. Yeah, um, it's, it's always been something I was curious about. Um, now, it's funny, oddly enough, my, my old job, uh, the job that I was working, we would have these meditations. Um, and we would do it in the middle of the day. And, you know, first oh, wow. I was doing it so I can get some, you know, some time off of work. So I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll go. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'll go. So I uh, I did it. And it at first I'm just thinking like, well, it's all about being present, really. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really just all about clearing your mind. You don't necessarily have to, to say anything, do anything. And, uh, yeah, it, it helped out a lot. And uh, sometimes I would do it on my own time at night. I like doing it mostly at night. Uh, and what what I notice is that that's where I'm most at peace when I can do it at night by myself. 
And then I would have like the, these dreams, you, you know, I, I noticed I started having these dreams, these very vivid, vivid dreams. Uh, so I don't know if it, if it was something about my mind being so, you know, clear, you, you I don't, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure, but I, I was enjoying actually going, you know, going to sleep right afterwards and falling asleep. And yeah, it, it helps me a lot, you, you know, and sometimes, you know, just even having something like your music or even having something peaceful, um, that's, that's what you want. You know, you want something to put you at peace. So music is a good way also as well, of course. Um, and yeah, it, I think it just may take some time for people to actually like really get into it. But yeah, I haven't been doing it. Like, like I said, uh, like probably did it like two weeks ago. I haven't been doing it often, but, um, I would say that, yeah, that's another thing that I also mentioned in the book is a uh, meditation, uh, you know, and just, just how it can bring so much clarity uh to your mind and your soul like just you know how how it can like open up doors for you and that's something that i would also recommend for people to do uh because it, you know like i said it, it helped me uh so yeah i, I also want to just keep doing that as well you know that's awesome yeah something yeah. i've been doing um because i haven't really been meditating the way i used to where i was really just like sitting still yeah. for like 15 20 30 minutes but what I have been doing, um, which may be useful to those listening, is just really remembering to be super present while I'm doing activities. So for example, I've been cooking a lot more almost every night. And so while I'm cooking, instead of thinking about my to-do list or thinking about my emails or thinking about just a million and different things while I'm just stirring something or chopping yeah. something, you know how your mind is everywhere. Yeah. I try to really be present with whatever it is I'm cooking. And yeah. in, a, in essence, that's almost a form of meditation, just being super present with whatever it is that you're doing and fully focusing on whatever it is that you're doing. And I don't know if there's any proof in this, but I kind of feel like when you're doing that and you're just fully present with that, I don't know, but I feel like the food tastes better. It's like <laughs> I'm, I'm preparing the food with love. I swear to God, I know that sounds crazy. I know uh, that sounds uh, crazy. It makes sense to me. I know it does, but I've been I've been cooking and I've been cooking for my partner and he says it tastes amazing, but I'm just like, oh, wow. okay. I'm just like really fully there. And like, even when I'm just making the meat or I'm just chopping things, I'm just really, really, really present and I'm there and I'm just not thinking about anything else. And I try to just let my mind go blank. Wow. And so even though I'm not necessarily doing nothing and just, you know, sitting there doing nothing, but as I'm chopping or whatever, I really try to focus on just nothing and just be present yeah. with the food. And it's so enjoyable and so relaxing. Yeah. And in wow. essence, it's a form of, of meditation. So for those of you listening, try it out. You know, if you're folding clothes or if you're doing laundry or if you're cooking or if you're mopping or sweeping, just try to fully be present in whatever activity you're doing. It's really, really relaxing. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is a form of meditation. Another thing is if you're walking, um, I know you said you like to go on walks. Instead of thinking like thinking and thinking and thinking and having your mind be everywhere, just focus with each walk and focus on your breath, taking in the sun, looking at the nature and just being present yeah. with you walking. That is yeah. a form of meditation. So don't always think that meditation has to be you sitting on a pillow, you know, <laughs> it doesn't always have to be that. You know, the meditation can come in yeah, a lot of- Yeah, that's a good point. You know, or yeah. even in the shower, you know, just washing mm -hmm. away all of the negativity. You can do a shower meditation. So there are a lot of different ways where you can just kind of yeah. reset your brain. Um, so I just wanted to to share that. But, no, but yeah, that's wonderful advice. Um, yeah, just focusing on the simple, uh, the, the just the nature creation. You know, something that is it, just is nothing with an opinion. It just is. You, exactly. you know. So, that, that's amazing and like yeah i think that i'll get that same feeling when i'm performing on stage i haven't done in a while but when, I, when i'm that's the when i'm most present i think as, as an artist I, I think you understand like um you it's just it's just a feeling that that you're, you're actually doing something that you love you're you, you know you're putting it out there uh to people that may or may not know you uh it it, it feels great oh, it and, and, and yeah. it's like first you could be like nervous before you get on or whatever but at that time, uh, when it happens, you're you're present. You know, you're not really worried about what anybody is really like saying. You're you're just like I'm just, you know, 
putting it out, I'm expressing myself. And I think yeah. that's when I feel a lot of peace. You know, I, I love doing that. You know, it gives me like uh, a rush of energy, you know, sometimes when I can do that in front of people, you know, because I used to not even be able to speak in front of people. Really? Yeah, because I wasn't right wow. present. Yeah, I couldn't do speeches or anything because wow. I would just, yeah, just, just, you know, I would just worry about messing up, uh, worried about um, not doing well. I was just thinking about something that could go wrong. And I think with music that helped kind of alleviate that those feelings because I'm like, look, you know, I'm to let you know who I am. Mm -hmm. you know? So you just take it or leave it. I'm, I'm letting you know that this is who I am. Uh, this is what I do. Uh, so I, th I think there's joy in that, you, you know, and, and I'm, no, I'm no longer, you know, worried about that. You, you know, I can go out there, I can put myself out there. Like, you know, me being on the live stream, I, I don't know if I would have been able to, you know, do, do something like that, like, like 10 years ago. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? I would have been like, oh, well, you know, me, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I don't have, you know, much to say. You, you know, it's just it's just one of those things just crazy. Yeah. When you do walk towards your passion, what how it can really change you. So that's something that is priceless, you know. So no matter what I do in my life, I can say that's helped me, you know, being present in the moment, you know, awesome. doing something you love. Well, I'm glad that you are here with us and that, you're, um, you know, taking those risks and sharing your story because, you know, something that I, um, I forget who told me this and I apologize to that person. I, I should give credit where it's due, but I forget where I heard this, but all you need to do is, um, you just need to be one chapter ahead. Um, and if you're one chapter ahead, you yeah. will find your audience. And so, you know, as long as you are able to live in your craft and be authentic, you will find those that you're able to inspire and help with your message. Um, and that's all, all you really need. And so I, I've, I've often felt that I needed to be an expert or I needed to be perfect or I can't release mm -hmm. something or do something. You know, I'm so inspired by you writing a book. You know, that's just so, I think that's so awesome. I'm like, Thank who am you. I to do any any of these things? I need to be, you know, I have to have certain credentials. I've always kind of felt that. Yeah. And now I'm realizing like, okay, no, you just need to be one chapter ahead. You know, there's so many people that don't know what you know. And there's a lot of people that know a lot more than you know, but that's okay. Right. We have 7 billion people in this world, you know? Yeah. And I forget where I was reading these statistics, but I think all you need is like a, a thousand, a thousand people. Right, a thousand. Yeah, a thousand people. Super yeah. fans. True, true fans. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's not um, a lot of people. That's not. Yeah. That's not a lot of people. No, so it's not. It's I not. think if people can let go of these metrics that we 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 kind of want in a vain way on Spotify and social media, you know, we want these millions of followers and streams. It's like okay, now I'm kind of like, all right, if I have a thousand true people that would actually support me, and yeah. you know, purchase my stuff and listen to my stuff, that's enough. You know, that, yeah. that is a sustainable career versus, you know, millions of streams that are empty, you know, or, yeah. or purchased or not real or fake or boxed. Yeah. So I think if I think if we can change the way we look at things and, yeah. and just be authentic. And I, I think that's the, the I think the industry is starting to change in that direction, which is which is a great thing. People are starting yeah. to become more authentic, which is great. So yeah, and, I, and you know I, I'm sure I'm not telling you anything you don't know already. And just uh, just just looking at what you do, just having your your platform, uh, being able to be on here is is just you know that that's just an example of you know taking matters into your own hands. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like you're not well. Maybe I said, I don't know like who's gonna listen like you, you, you just you just started it and, and you know and and now you see like the results of it. you know you have guests you you have all these people around you and you're probably influencing people that you don't even know like i'm sure people like give you props but you're probably there's somebody out there probably trying to do something and if they see that you're doing something uh it encourages them and i think that's how energy good energy spreads that way you you know being around other creative people is what always drives me. If I'm around other creative, it, it, it gives me that same, you know, that energy. And yeah, we luckily we do live in an age where things are more accessible and things aren't, you know, it's, it's hard to like get access to, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? So I think that when you 
when you figure out like who you are and you just just go with that uh i think that nobody can really deny you after that and that's where you do find those uh those a thousand you know those those thousands of people because you're you're doing something and you didn't wait you're kind of leading your own path and, and you're making way for people that you know that may uh you know want to do the same thing and like-minded people or you know people that are just going through some real things and they see somebody that kind of represents them and that's what it is like you know when i did a play this year i did a i did a play and and i did it just just to do something different than i've done before and i had more fun than i've ever had you know than i can remember you, you, you see what i'm saying and it was because i was doing something that i just didn't worry too much about i'm like let me just do this because i you know want to do this you know let me you know let me start doing things in a in a way that i'm not doing it just because i saw somebody else doing it. uh let me try to take more risks let me let me just have fun you, you, you see what i'm saying and that's what's something that that's something that's helped me uh you know tremendously just just don't wait basically don't don't beg somebody you know, uh, like a venue or whatever to, to put you on. Mm -hmm. you, because oftentimes they're just handling their business. They don't know you. They probably won't respond to you. Now, I'm not trying to discourage anybody, but I'm just saying don't wait. Right. That, I think that's the big, just do, do not wait. Because oftentimes we get discouraged because the person that we're waiting on does not give us that attention, does not give us that chance, the opportunity we're waiting. And we were like, you know what? Maybe I'm not good. Maybe they're they're not responding because I'm I'm not talented. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just gonna do something else. You you see, and it's and it's just like we give that excuse, but you gotta be like, no, like let me just do that because I wanna do it. So let me get my own platform, let me take matters into my own hands, let me put this out, let me sell this, let me create this. And when you do that, you just keep trying and then eventually you strike something and then people will start to start to follow like I, I i have a lot of respect for anybody that starts anything it could be anything the fact that they went out and started it and they didn't wait on anybody and it's something that came from their mind i think that's a powerful thing that we should continue to encourage you see what i'm saying because a lot of people don't believe in themselves enough to even try but if they see somebody else doing it you'll be surprised how many people you know start start to like reach their the actual potential you know so uh, that whole rent was to just basically say like it's very important that you uh you don't wait. You see what I'm saying? You you just and that's kind of like how you will will gain that that attraction and those people will start to come. You know. I love that. I think that's your quote. I think that's that's your quote. Don't wait. <laughs> don't wait. <laughs> and, yeah. Don't wait. That's that's it right there. And so with that, with that, I think that's a, an appropriate way to wrap up this episode. Um, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you on a on a different different level. Um, yeah, I know we're almost at an hour, pretty much, yeah. pretty close. Um, but before we do um, close out the episode, I always ask every single guest to just end with some words of advice, some wisdom that they want to share with our audience that they want to leave them with. So putting you on the spot a bit, but <laughs> what advice uh, would you leave our listeners with um, that they could kind of internalize? Uh, so I, I would just break it down like this. Um, it's, you, you know, a lot of people are, we're going through a lot of things, you, you know, not just this year, but a lot of years, you, you know, like I, I would say that you just have to try. You see what I'm saying? And I, and I know that's easier than said than done, but don't give up on yourself. You know, don't, don't, don't give up on yourself. Don't, don't give up because um, we, we have a, we have a obligation, you know, to love ourselves. And I, and I think that this was pretty, be some advice that I would give myself. Like, you know, take more risk. And, and yeah, like I said, don't wait. And 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 then when you do things, always do it with love. You know, always do it with with pure intention. Uh, you know, money is great, but it's 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 not going to be something that we can take. You know, with us when when we transition. So we can enjoy our money. We can use it to pay our bills. But mainly, when you do something, the main thing is peace of mind. 
So if you're not right within, nothing, no amount can save you anything that's, you know, on the outside. It's all about in the inside. And do whatever you can to take care of yourself and love yourself, you know, no matter what. And that, that's what I would say. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned they were obviously very wealthy. And they said that money only amplifies whoever, whoever you already are. I, I was agree. like, ooh. So if you're... If you're not a very nice person, money will only amplify that. If you're if you're a kind person, money will amplify that. And so if you're not happy, then money will just amplify that as well. So yeah. to think that money will buy happiness is a false hope, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. thank you, Phonetic. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, getting to know you on a deeper, more vulnerable level. I'm excited for you to watch Out of Shadows. Okay. And to get your take on that, that's going to be on uh, on the Instagram live. Um, but yeah, tell everybody how they can best support you, where they can get your book, where they can stream your music, all of that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, below, you can follow me on Instagram. That's my handle. Uh, that's where you'll find most of my stuff on streaming as well. Um, all streaming, uh, YouTube as well. Uh, you can buy the book uh, on payhip.com slash phonetic uh as it's spelled down there uh and yeah I, I have some more things coming out as well so thank you absolutely and thank you again for allowing me to be on your ep it was so awesome oh, collaborating oh, with you as well thank you yeah exactly. <laughs> right yeah gotta plug yourself yeah i know <laughs> plug, plug our collab which was awesome yeah, which yeah. which thank you That's you really you really pushed me listen yeah. No, you you really pushed me as well. That was the first time that I recorded my own vocals. So so thank you. So yeah, no, no problem. As an artist. So no yeah. problem at all. Thank you. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely stay in touch. And uh, thank you guys for listening to Vibe Talk Music. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. To stay in touch, please subscribe to my newsletter over at vibequeenmusic.com to stay up to date with my music and guided meditation, this podcast, and to get your free manifestation guide. Till next time, and remember, self-awareness is the gateway to inner peace.